Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Fucking go. It's going. It's, it's happening. It's all going. <laughs> oh, God. One more time. One more time. Here we are. Just you and me, Steve. Oh, baby. And, you know, the internet. The infernets. <laughs> you, me, and the... In- did, you, did you watch that? Uh, I rewatched it. The Bo Burnham Inside special on Netflix. Oh, I'm sure I've seen it, but I don't remember. I like him. I know oh, that. He has, he has this song on there called... It's about, you know, welcome to the internet. Everything. What is, how, how does the chorus go? Everything, everywhere, all of the time. You can have anything, any, everything, no, that's all just of a the movie. time. We just saw that movie. Yeah, no, this is a little different. You need to oh. watch if you, if, if you haven't watched inside with by Bo Burnham. Okay. I know I've watched uh, a couple of his specials and I, well, I don't remember specifics. I do. I have the feeling of like, Oh, I like Bo Burnham. Well, this is the one he made mid pandemic. Oh, I haven't seen seen it then. Oh, he recorded this all by himself. Oh, directed and shot it in his like guest house. So he's doing all right then if he's got a guest house. He's doing fine. He was doing fine, but he makes it look like he's, you know, hold up, not shaving, not cutting his hair. Right. I mean, he, he does. He's been pretty public about his anxiety and stuff, but I, I, it's. I highly recommend. Is it watching. on Netflix? It's on the old Netflix. Okay, all right. Inside. All right, I'm in. I like Bo Burnham. That's what my body is telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not having Wait, that. What? I'm not having that. Ooh, that guy reaction. Oh, yeah, you're not violently opposed. No, I'm not violently opposed to Bo Burnham, as far as I know. He can be a little much, but this. I yeah, so here's and I. I watched. You know, pre pre vaccine, we watched it, and it was like. He kind of captured the vibe of the moment. It's uh-huh. it's it's interesting to watch now, but yeah, he's he's anyway. That made me think. So yeah, you and me and the internet, baby. Here we are yet it. again. Okay, great, and all of its foibles. Today's episode of the trying yeah, to be better. You got this nice looking root beer. Sorry, do tell. Welcome to the trying to be better podcast with Joel and Steve. Today's podcast is brought to you brought to you by Millstream Brewing Company root beer from Amana, Iowa. Amana, the Amana colonies. Yep. I think there's, this is my in-laws bring this back for me uh-huh. uh, every time they go. And, and it's, it's delightful. It's, a, it's got the right amount of bite. Uh-huh. It's not too overly sweet. It's not too like bitter. Uh-huh. Um, it's very good root beer. Sounds wonderful. It's very, I mean, I rarely drink straight up sugar drinks like this. Right. It's fantastic. Well, I'm happy for you. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's like, it's like craft root beer. Mm-hmm. It totally is. I'm drinking a raspberry bubbly. It's just like the exact opposite of that. Yay. <laughs> Except for uh, pretty much. Yay. Yay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Today's well, uh, podcast is also brought to you by Vail, Colorado. Yeah. What do you think of the 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 little trash heap of Vail, Colorado? What a it's dump. It's a shithole. It's a dump, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's a dump. It's ridiculous. It's, 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 I just like, I drive <laughs> through, I'm like, what a, what a, it's just blight it's that's all i think no, of kids are you noticing all this blight you're seeing all the blight <laughs> yeah i uh i thought it was delightful 
I really yeah. enjoyed our brief stay there. Um, I would say, I will say that I had the realization we were only there for a couple of days, day and a half, really, really it was like one day. Um, sorry, we watched a lot of Seinfeld. Um, but, uh, that's another story, but, um, yeah, the Gerald R. Ford amphitheater is awesome. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, but my, I had, so that was then the next day, which was, I guess, yesterday, I realized I'm like, you know, if you're not skiing, which is June, so we're not skiing, nobody's um, skiing, and we're not hiking because we weren't prepared for that at all, really. Um, and you're not biking, and we didn't bring our bikes. Um, there's really not a lot to do there. You can buy stuff, you can buy stuff and eat really expensive meals. Yeah. Yeah. And so what well, I knew that going into it, so I wasn't like disappointed. Like I knew that was the situation, you know? Yeah, right. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm glad we weren't there three days. Yeah. I feel like three days with no activities. Yeah. It would it's, be a little it, like we got to drive to another town or do literally, you know, we just got to go someplace, but I yeah. mean, whatever, it's fine. It was veils. It's beautiful. It was amazing. We drove through the, you know, Eisenhower tunnel, which was really cool just in and of itself. And it's the highest Bale, Colorado, Bale, Colorado the where, where the beer flows like wine. Sure. From Dumb and Dumber, right? I guess. I don't. I thought about that movie for a minute. I haven't seen it in 20 years. You know, all I remember is, you know, the dog, the grooming, the mobile dog grooming thing and the dead bird and the turbo lax. Oh, okay. Jeff yeah, Daniels, that's pretty much it. Jeff Daniels finest acting moment. Yeah, really stellar work i'm yeah, sorry he, you were uh, talking about the the eisenhower tunnel oh yeah that was really cool um there was some some amount of trepidation about that just because altitude and whatever but it's fine it's great and uh i'd never um well i think i went through it when i was a kid yeah yeah um but whatever a band ski trip many moons ago which is a whole other story um writing it down yeah um <laughs> let's just say it didn't end well <laughs> for anybody <laughs> But, uh, well, it's all, okay. So yeah, my, uh, no, I'm not going to hi mom. I'm not going to tell this story. Oh, dang it. That's for our <laughs> Patreon subscribers. It is. Yeah. Let's just say that there was a bunch of 15 to 18 year olds drinking Everclear with no adult supervision. Oh, so a band trip. Yeah, it's exactly what yeah, it sounds was, like yeah. a band trip. To I, me. What I will say is that I, I had to sit in the very front seat of the bus on the way home. That's Ooh. what I will say. Yeah. It wasn't great. Ooh. Me and like everybody else in the condo, basically. And our Ooh. band person uh, was scowling at us greatly. That's for... a long 11 hour <laughs> ride home, man. Exactly what it was. Uh, it was totally worth it. But um, anyway, <laughs> well, so... the, the, the drive, the, like once you get on the other side of the tunnel until Vale, it's is like, I mean, even past we saw, Vail. we saw mountain goats with the horns and everything, the big horn. The sheep. big horn sheep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Saw the whole thing. Yeah. It was, uh, and the waterfalls and the, yeah, it was great. We, we, even for the first time in my life, you know, those runaway truck ramps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we saw a truck in the ramp. Like we got passed by one of those giant wreckers. Right. I've always wanted to see that go down. I mean, I didn't, didn't want to see anybody get hurt, but to see it go, you know, the actual action, but there was one getting rescued. And then when we got, to the bottom of that grade there was another semi there with its rear trailer brakes just on like smoke so so that was kind of exciting that's amazing it i've kind of seen those and i'm kind of like like it's really this, kind of this, sick part of me always always wanted to yeah, see yeah. one well then, then we got to, to see that. a truck 
up there like it was it had just happened it couldn't have been more than a half hour because the record was just getting there um wow yeah it was pretty intense because it was hauling like its load was these from what i could tell these giant steel beams mm-hmm. so it was just really heavy you know wow yeah it was pretty intense um yeah then we saw but i mean the actual highlight and the reason for the trip was to see uh michael fronti at the gerald r ford amphitheater and that was just it was amazing he's so amazing. much fun he, well it's not just fun i mean he dug in deep man yeah like i cried multiple times mm-hmm. during the show it was just it was awesome mm-hmm. um my daughters were there and they just had a blast and uh they like they like it they're into oh, the music yeah, they both danced and you know they you know threw up you know they're did the whole thing you know they were yeah, participating yeah. in the events you know you have to put your hands up quite a bit when you a see lot. michael Franti. you do there's, it's kind there's of there's a part of the thing put your hands up you have to continue to keep your hands so up. much hand waving but it's not i don't feel like it's an imposition no it's definitely it's not it doesn't feel like it's um like a mandate it's something right. that like hey if you want what we're if you want what we have yep. then you have to be willing to put your hands up every five seconds <laughs> pretty much that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. if you want to be in on this yeah you we highly recommend up. you I mean, put you your hands be, in the air you could be the one guy standing there with your hands in your pockets right like a fool but if you'd like to have a good time yeah you might I mean, try you, putting your hands you, you in might the air. be too cool to put your hands in the air and that's your problem <laughs> <laughs> but i assure you you're not as cool as everybody standing around you was it just him and spearhead or was there a an opener was there was there... an opener whose name is escape me satsang i think that yep we yep. saw that same bill yeah, well, was at, at Sumter Amphitheater in Papillion. Yeah, mm-hmm, it was great. That was my first show. These guys are great. Satsang was bigger this time. They had like more musicians. I feel like they were big enough the last time I saw. I don't them. remember. We thought they had more musicians. Whatever, they were great. Loved it. Um, uh, it's like if uh Eminem had a cool uh funk rap band yeah. with horns because he's got the rapper guy. He's got the rapper guy. Mm-hmm. Who that's is, when you that's how you know steve's tuned in he's got yeah, that I'm, rap. I'm, I'm hip i'm down with the <laughs> with the what the kids are listening to <laughs> and the rapper guy and they have the, uh, they and have the, the guy in the back uh with record with he had two record players no and he was no record he was ruining records the whole time ruining records they did not have a record player oh, okay um, or yeah they didn't have a dj type but they did have a tuba for a couple <laughs> songs electric tuba which was amazing that's pretty cool. It was great, actually. It sounded uh, okay. So awesome. I've never been. I've never been to this amphitheater. Is it pretty much like on the side? I mean, it's all on Vale is on the, east, on the side of the mountain. The e- it's on the east end of Vale. Okay. The, uh, and right next door is the Betty Ford Alpine Gardens, which is beautiful. And I mean, it's worth a half hour, <laughs> you know. But it was so cool just to walk, like walking from the Vale public transit structure along this path. Yep. Uh, by the Gore Creek. This is, I mean, it's beautiful and all, you know, people are going to concerts, a party, you know, mm-hmm. it was, uh, mm-hmm. it was fantastic. It was just delightful. My, my, our veil story a couple of years ago, we were in Breckenridge Yeah, and you know, Colorado's like no fireworks. Right. But we were there over the fourth and Breckenridge was like, we're not lighting anything on fire. Are you nuts? You know, right. Um, That's where my band ski trip was, was Breckenridge. Anyway, sorry, uh, go ahead. I like Breckenridge. Anyway, mm-hmm. we were, we were kind of, we got on the old Google machine. We're like, is there any fire public fireworks? And they're like, well, there's some in Vail and it's like 45 minutes away. So we're like, okay, sure. literally just pulled off the interstate and then 
went up this mountain road and like literally just kind of pulled off the road. Put, I remember you talking about that. We just put the, everybody else was doing it too. We just, yeah. put, you know, it, we were pretty nose down towards the, yeah, yeah. towards the highway when we uh-huh. just put the e-brake on and sat outside and we watched this entire, and the full moon came up over the mountains oh, wow. and the fireworks were going off. Mm-hmm. I sang the national anthem out loud. It was beautiful. Great. Joel's patriotic moment. But I remember the one thing I remember about Vale is like uh, the golf course right along there. I'm like, man, yep. I really, I really want to play that. And the the bike path between Amazing. Breckenridge yep. and you mm-hmm. can ride your bike just yep. right along the yep. and winds in and free. under the freeway. Yeah, it's amazing. The one yeah. thing that I what wish that I would have I would have looked into more is there's a. Uh, scenic uh like a, a steam powered railroad situation oh, th- yeah 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 and i saw that today and last night whatever i saw the train and i saw the track i thought oh man yeah that would have been worth like planning because we didn't really had no plan other than to relax and eat mm-hmm. go for a walk you know yeah and we did a little bit of hiking in boulder which was great mm-hmm. um went to the top of this lookout area you know mm-hmm. and that was that satisfied the need to hike because right. the, <laughs> the altitude thing is kind of real and uh, d- does that affect you or did it affect anybody in the crew yes but not we didn't get like nauseous or anything but it was definitely like when you hit eight nine thousand feet like going upstairs was <laughs> yeah you know and and the thing the place that we went in vale i don't remember the name of it i have a pamphlet someplace but uh we drove up into the mountains quite a ways and then hiked up, you know, and so we were at a peak of some kind, yep. you know, and sure. it was perfect. It was the fact, uh, it was really nice that up at the peak of this thing and the summit was a bench. <laughs> we could kind of come around this corner, like, oh, and there's a bench. So we just <laughs> sit, you know, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the vista. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we had brunch at snooze. Oh yeah. Boulder. Yep. So that was yep. nice. Yep. That place is cool. That's and my, uh, my one daughter got to assist one of the Boulder street performers, the guy that juggles fire on the 10 foot tall unicycle. Holy cow. What did, what did she get to do for, I mean, I feel like that's, uh, uh, that's she, something you stay away from. Right. That was kind of, but he was, you know, he, and I know you've seen this guy cause he's been there forever. Uh, but he, you know, was, he basically pulled us in. We were watching across the street cause we had just seen the musician magician we're like get, let's get out of then holly went into a store and like so we're the girls in our family he's like he i mean he did the thing where he's actually like will you please come across the street and help me look like i have an audience right right we're like sure right for you buddy right. you know right. right and uh so yeah he ended up francesca ended up he climbed up on the ladder which he was bouncing and francesca tossed him things to juggle oh my gosh she did great she like it. she she got to choose what he would juggle. No, no, no. He there were like three of the like bowling pin things. Yep. And he had her like once he got on the ladder, like toss them to him. Nice. Yeah, it was great. I got That's a video. Cool. It's awesome. It'll be memory of a lifetime. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I bought a kite <laughs> on Pearl Street. Nice. A kite. Yeah. A kite. Like, like a, a like a nylon real not like a bat eyes okay good dollar 99 kite but like a real kite go fly a kite pretty much yeah that's what i'm gonna do actually where are you gonna fly this kite steven whoever i want whoever wherever the wind takes me joel 
I set them up, you knock them down. <laughs> it's That's a cool, simple, man. It's a real simple one. It's not like steerable or anything. It's a single lead, but I don't care. I just like to get them up in the air. And I like that you're getting the family out to cool, you know, really cool spots, really cool concerts. We're, we're trying, you know, you're doing cool shit. We're trying. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm really, I'm very relieved i think is a good word that like hmm. they enjoyed that situation yeah it could have gone a lot of ways you know what i'm saying could have been a real griswold situation it could have been in fact yeah. i almost we almost watched uh vacation last night to you know <laughs> just this last night there yeah but i'm like there were some conversations that were going to come out of that, that i didn't feel like having <laughs> so we ended up we ended up settling on uh uh we started watching seinfeld there you go Kids are into the Seinfeld. They love it. They love really? It. Oh yeah. Gianna especially loves it. Yeah. Wow. And Francesca too, but I think Gianna kind of gets it a little bit more. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's great. It's great. You're you're, you're raising them on a bunch of things that are they staying connected to their own culture as oh, well? Totally. Their own. Okay, good. Oh yeah. You're not yeah, just yeah, indoctrinating yeah. them with the Grateful Dead and Seinfeld, are you? Well, if I had my way. No, they like, gotta like, let them be like kids. Let them listen to trash. Orange with the eyes and the head, you know, like <laughs> just nothing but pictures of the wall of sound and Jerry Garcia, and <laughs> that, that didn't end well in Clockwork Orange, as I recall. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I they, they still have their own thing, you know. But I definitely Good. like. I know that the Michael Franti concert and music and like. Some because he had kind of a multimedia thing happening behind him. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know some of that hit them like right in the feels. So yeah, yeah. He's a very socially conscious, but also mm -hmm. really uh like like fiercely positive. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's not just like escapist positivity, right, he's right, like right. fierce positivity. Yeah. And that's a great way to put that. I mean, one of his songs I hadn't heard was uh, We Can Be the Flower and the Gun. Oh, wow. And he, the whole multimedia presentation behind him was uh, gun violence survivors showing their oh. scars oh, and their wow. pictures of their loved ones. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was not. It was not escapist fantasy horse shit. Right. It, it wasn't was like very real and very intense. And happy, uh, happy feel good hippie party that it know. was not well right. it was but also with a i mean there and there was another uh song uh and you've probably heard it uh uh i forget the tagline but it's like with no makeup on mm. like wake up with no makeup on and you're beautiful oh, yeah, that yeah, way yeah. and the mm -hmm. multimedia presentation behind it was um not anti-makeup but like showing what like people would write like ugly mm. across their forehead and it was like wiping that off mm. and too fat and wiping that off. And wow. Yeah. I mean, it was really, I mean, so I don't like, wear makeup and it hit me, you know? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, body positivity and all yes. of that, like that was kind of the, yourself. Yeah. Radical self-acceptance. And that's like, that's, that's important for and all like that, of us, but for, for like teenage girls, probably really it, i mean that got their attention you know what i'm saying right right and, and not to i'm not i don't mean this negatively at all but that doesn't happen at elton john concerts <laughs> it doesn't you know what i'm saying we got the candle in the wind and that's nice and all but this hits an entirely different it hits differently yeah, it hits different very pointed 
you know yeah and really and then you know it's back to partying you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's great yeah i mean he also you know i mean he also sings the song you know my favorite wine is tequila right (laughs) so you know (laughs) yeah 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 he's such a good time man yeah And, and it is very you know it's not a it's not like a junk food kind of positive experience yeah, there you go. It's, got it's not saccharine sweet. Yeah, it's, it's not got... saccharine sweet. It's uh, it's delicious fruit. It's delicious fruit that feeds you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really great. Um, I know that. Um, I will carry it with me, and the girls will carry it with them, and you know, I mean, they yeah, both I... wanted to get sweatshirts after the, th- you know, it's like yeah, they're gonna they're gonna turn their friends onto Michael Franti. Maybe. Hopefully, well, yeah, hopefully, one of, the, one of the last songs he played was uh, was like uh. M- m- my friends meet your friends meet their friends yes yes i know and then it just goes from there you know and yep. i think they were both like oh yeah you know because especially like high school and you know yeah mm-hmm. so anyway yeah it was uh there's an old spearhead song before it was before he went with michael fronty and spearhead when they were just spearhead back in the 90s did he play this a song called love is the shit Mm-mm. god damn it I've seen him three times now, and I've like, I would love for him to pull that song out. I just don't think that's his kind of his vibe anymore. That was kind of more, you know, late mid to late nineties hip hop oh, vibe. But I didn't know that he did that. I don't really know his. I'm not a Fronty scholar by any stretch. I've seen him a couple times now. I'm not either, but I remember that song in the nineties because I remember Spearhead, and I was like, oh wow, these guys are pretty far out. And then I didn't hear from them at all until I was you know, a grown ass adult when he went around as Michael Franti. Right. But when they were spearhead, they had kind of this, they were kind of on some of the, I mean, and they played it on the alternative stations. I remember seeing the video in the nineties and I, Hmm. I, that song is really fucking great. Love is the shit. Love is the shit is the shit. Um, I'm really excited to hear. I mean, I've got a concert coming up this weekend and I'm, I'm really interested. I'm really interested. Yeah. What kind of socially conscious stuff they're going to say, but it's um, a little band from the eight, late eighties, early nineties, uh, new kids on the block. I don't know if you ever heard of them. <laughs> I did my best to avoid them back in the day. I, I got other cur- things going on. You I may the- have even po- possibly cast a sideways glance in their general direction. If yeah. I paid attention at all. Well, okay, so like I remember so see the whole the eighties jam with like uh yes. with uh you know the Rick Salt Roll and Peppa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, now that I would like to see. Salt and Peppa is gonna be there. Yep. And I mean that's why I got the tickets for Kirsten's birthday because Salt and Peppa Oh nice. She that's can her jam. she can sing all the lyrics to but most salt and pepper songs. Good. But push it real good. Um and shoop, she knows that oh, whole sure. song. Mm-hmm. I, oh, she's I, gonna I have so much fun at that hell you're gonna have so much fun i would have fun at that it's gonna be a blast it's gonna be a bl- how could it not be yeah it's kind of like straight up cheese city and i'm just gonna lap it up it's like a fondue they, they party have, they have to be on that train as well oh dude i mean yeah if you don't embrace the cheese then yeah 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 you can't take yourself that seriously when you're doing that not at this point nope and if you i mean yeah if it's like you know, it's having it's it's let's it's it's having their cake and eating it too. Mm-hmm. Put together the eighties grab bag gig. Oh, and they're grabbing the bag because it, I every- I because when I bought when I decided to do that for a birthday, I was like, should I spring for the you know insanely expensive? Did ticket? you do it? 
I didn't. I got. We're like. We got pretty decent close seats on the lower bowl. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we got nothing in front of us. But as as somebody that's now fifty years old, I love the first couple rows of the lower bowl. (laughs) Because it's close enough, but you don't have to deal with all the idiot shit on the floor. Exactly. That's yeah. that was my those were my seats for Pearl Jam in Vegas. They got yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I still you had you me. had the you had the old fogey seat. The but the expensive old fogey. Oh seat. yeah. Well, that's those two things kind of go together. <laughs> have I have I done my Guns and Roses rant on this show? I know I've heard the Guns and Roses rant, but I don't know that you've. I don't what remember Guns if you Roses. <laughs> It's worth so some hard. stuff is worth repeating. What's wrong? You didn't have a good time at the Guns N' Roses concert, I, Steve. That I swear to God, man. Okay, what first of so- all, let's 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 just clarify a couple of things. One, I was a senior in high school when Appetite Destruction broke. Okay, and then Use Your Illusion and all that. I mean, Guns N' Roses were huge, and yeah. I had Appetite for Destruction before it broke. Right, Ooh, so I'm yeah. cool like that. Sure. So I'd seen a video and I just thought they sounded cool. And I really dug the sound, you know, like I was a back in the day. I kind of lost interest because like appetite came out, thought Mm -hmm. it was the shit. And then I started getting into the dead. And then when Axl, I was like, okay, that's Axl Rose is a nut job, whatever. I'm out. You know, Mm -hmm. I like Mm -hmm. some of the songs, but I did not. I was not waving a guns and roses flag wherever I want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so whatever. So then like fast forward 30 years or whenever they came here, was that 2018, mm-hmm. whatever we went and saw, um, cause your wife is a, still a big fan. Well, yeah, she's a hair metal chick and right. more power to her. You know what I'm saying? But and, right. so anyway, we went and saw slash with his side project That's at a Stir Cove thing. that same year. Yeah. It was like 50 bucks and it was awesome. Yeah, it was one of the best just rock shows I've ever seen. He just slayed for two and a half hours, mm-hmm. did the slash thing with the top hat. The band mm-hmm. was great. Their singer, Miles Kennedy, was great. And mm-hmm. I do not I'm not a heavy metal frontman fan, generally speaking. You know that, what I'm that, saying? That shocks me, Steve. I know. Weird, huh? But he was great. <laughs> he did the job. He wasn't. You know, he just said, did the job. It was great. <laughs> And uh, fucking job front man, but it wasn't, he wasn't like, you know, check. This is about me. Cause it was about slash. It was slash's name on the billboard. You know what I'm saying? He was just totally whatever. I had a great time at that show. It was awesome. Right. And I mean that like slash just killed. He exceeded. He was everything that he should have been. And then some, and then he was sticking around after the show, throwing out guitar picks and high five and stuff. You know, I mean, the guy's an international heavy metal rock and roll superstar. He could have just gotten on the bus and left, but he was out hanging out saying hi, you know, really Mm -hmm. cool stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. It was great. Big fan. So then it's announced the Guns N' Roses are coming to the arena here in Lincoln, right? Well, it's uh-huh. birthday. And so we spend, I, I can't even say it, an insanely <laughs> god-awful amount of money on pretty decent floor seats for that show mm-hmm. at the pre-sale, which turns out is a total fucking scam. Don't ever buy pre-sale tickets. So that's shame. another conversation. Um, it was hundreds of dollars, right? Hundreds. Yeah, hundreds, multiple hundreds of dollars for, oh my god. So anyway, and I'm like, whatever. I really don't give a shit. It's your birthday. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's like whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So, and I, Henry Rollins kind of talks about this too. Seeing Van Halen later, mm-hmm. where it's like, so we get there, and uh, 
first of all, there's a guy, I swear to God, there's a guy like the, it's like, it's like maybe half full an hour before showtime. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And I'm like, this is weird. And the, the band Blackberry Smoke opened up. They were fine. It was generic Southern. I, you, you say that name and I know exactly what they sound like. And I've never heard them. And that's exactly what they sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. You know, I'm like, it was exactly. Uh, it, it was like, you know, that shitty Blackberry incense. That you, smelled, <laughs> you know, you get it. Euphoria in 98. Much, yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. against Euphoria, but I mean, no, we love Euphoria. Today's not, episode it, is brought to you by the water pipes at Euphoria. It was not, it's not, and the, and the dresses. But it was, but it was seriously in the hacky but, sacks, but it, uh, God damn it. I'm trying to make a point here, Joel, uh, blackberry smokes, blackberry smoke. Right. So it was fine. Generic Southern stoner rock. You know, that is exactly what yeah. and and I, it was yeah, fine. Yeah. It was not unpleasant. I, I enjoyed it. It was whatever, you know, and, uh, but I was also indifferent because so sitting like three seats, three empty seats over that way to my left was this guy who looked about as thrilled as I did with his <laughs> girlfriend and he's on his phone. And I'm like, and I, he could see, saw me looking at him. He pulled up his phone. It was like Ticketmaster's resale site. Cause mm-hmm. that's a whole fucking scam tickets in that section. were going for like 60 bucks <laughs> because it was, it was only half full. Yeah. And so I'm like disappointed, <laughs> you know, it's like whatever, fine right so then so i'm in a great headspace so then guns and roses like the the whatever the the show starts the audio visual thing and it's mm-hmm. this fucking like robotic dragon thing with gun with like with like machine guns coming out okay. of its head okay shooting into the crowd oh no this is free vegas i think but oh, like, no. and then, yeah, it was a little, it was a little questionable from a taste and tone cat place. Yeah. And then there was a technical issue where that was just looping for like 10 minutes oh. at concert volume. Oh no. And that was not great. And this was not like, you know, Axel Rose from back in the day where he'd make everybody wait for two hours before he'd come out because he was having a breakdown or whatever. Sure. This was like a technical glitch. Oh no. And it was so like, oh my God, this is like the worst. It's just horrible, you know, like on <laughs> every way, conceivable level. And very then, spinal tap going so on. Worse because spinal tap was funny. <laughs> yeah. Right? This was not right. funny. This yeah, was yeah, a yeah. goddamn travesty. Yeah, you just traumatize at, you at traumatize your entire audience. Decibels. But it wasn't, yeah. it was just so it wasn't even traumatizing, it was just stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was so bad. And so then, then they finally get their shit together and yeah. come out and open with Welcome to the Jungle, right? And Axel yeah. Rose can't scream anymore. He just sings oh. in this weird high falsetto. Uh-huh. Instead of the, like the screaming yeah, of yeah. the, you know, of the days of old. It's just this weird high falsetto. So you have the, and the lights are all, it's like all, all LED lights because times have changed. And there's no smoke. It's just, it's just weird. And he's, and it gets to the part it's like, you know, He's all fat and doing his Axl Rose dance. He's literally just a hundred pounds overweight and bloated and sweaty. And, and it's literally doing that to half of the crowd is standing there eating $12 nachos. And the other half is looking at their phone. And I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it was awful. 
the only part of the show that was even remotely enjoyable was i think rocket queen which was actually okay. pretty good okay great and i mean there were a couple of moments and, and if you for the people that wanted to that cared about seeing those guys on the same stage together i'm mm-hmm. sure they got to have that experience but i got i like i went for a walk i went and walked up to the 300 level it was literally like a half full of people just looking at their phones mm-hmm. it just it was they were like whatever i'm glad i only paid you- 30 bucks to get into this shit do you think that if you would have scored the tickets for $65 instead of quote hundreds of dollars, you would have been a little more, do you think that set your expectations or were you kind of, you were already, you were going to be pissed no matter what. I was probably just going to be pissed no matter what. <laughs> Disappointed. It, had, it, it was, it was at that moment. I mean, it was the thing with the, with the gun, the guns firing at the crowd. And then yeah. just that moment during welcome to the jungle where I'm like, there's nothing real about this mm. it was the exact because like the thing was slash like that was he was like it was it was very much a packaged product sure you know what i'm saying yeah it was yeah. not a communal experience it was there we were consuming the commodity mm-hmm. or more specifically having the commodity presented to us to do with whatever we wanted it was not a uh it was i don't know what it was completely devoid of it was Any, like, I like what you said. It was not, it was, there was nothing communal about it. It was, wow. a, it was, and this is not to disparage the art form that I make my living on, but it was, it was uh, like cheap theatrics versus something um, performative. Like it wasn't performance. It was, yeah. Like you said, it was a package. It was just, it was just empty. Empty. It was, it was it Disney. Was, it was those five guys and a few hired gun like to fill out the sound keyboard players and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. to dance and look sexy or whatever. Um, but they play like whatever, 30, 40 gigs a year mm-hmm. and make an ungodly amount of money doing it. Mm-hmm. It's very obvious that that was what was happening, you know. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I'm going to be looking for this same vibe at, at new kids on the block. I, I think, think it'll be different because it'll be more fun because they embrace the cheese, right? That's, I feel that, like that's my point. That's yeah. why I brought that whole thing up is because the GNR show, they were presenting themselves as still being that like really vicious rock and roll thing. And it was really not, <laughs> it didn't have any teeth. The lion or the, the emperor was not wearing any clothes. 100%. Yeah. 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 And it took about 40 seconds. And this is just my opinion, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I know Holly and her sister had a great time. Yeah. Does, does Holly describe that experience very differently? I'm sure she would. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Because for her, it was about seeing <clears throat> the heroes of her young adulthood right. in person. And she had probably seen them back I don't in think the so. I don't think she'd ever oh. seen them before. So I think that was that for her it was like about being in the same room. See, and, and that's that's an and, interesting. And, and, so, and so she got to have that experience, you know. That's an interesting point, though, because you know, my favorite band, Pearl Jam, is not that much younger than because I'm pretty Hold sure up. I think the I think Use Your Illusion came out in '91, so it's at the yeah. same time as Pearl Jam's first record came out. So it's there, you know. GNR is probably like functionally four or five years older so not that far apart but nope. the, the pearl jam but that's the difference that a little pearl, bit. pearl jam is still creating new music it's not an oldies road show yeah that's true they do play some old songs but they're still 
actively artistic. Correct. And that is not what was happening at the GNR thing. You know what no. I'm saying? Right. Did that Spaghetti Incident album even ever come out? Who cares? <laughs> Give a shit. <laughs> Chinese democracy. Yeah, the Chinese democracy. The, the, the That's was the 10 one. years in the making, and then finally everybody's like, whatever. We don't care anymore. The world has moved on, man. Right. I guess you could play with, keep playing with Buckethead, who I respect as a musician, but that was Dude, a whole... Buckethead's he, He's weird, amazing. Man. Right. Yeah. He's a wizard. But like that whole era of Guns and Roses, I'm using air quotes, mm-hmm. like... That was just Axel Rose trying to prove a point or, you know, yeah, whatever. who cares? Why am I? T- I've already given Axel Rose more than I <laughs> want to anymore. Let's talk about something else. Well, it's just the difference between, you know, being self-aware or yeah. Embracing what, what it is instead of trying to pretend to be something that you're not, you know, I don't know. And maybe, maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. There were the word GNR today. Thank you for the fucking hundreds of dollars. I love that we've spent this much time talking about this Guns N' Roses experience. I'm not resentful at all. <laughs> sounds like you sounds like you picked it all right back up. I, I've heard the story before, yeah. but I'm really glad we gave you the 15 minutes to go on that. Right? Sure. That was my that was just my experience. That was, yes. you know, one one man's. And there you were know, a couple of moments, but like, I do not I've I do not need to see Axl Rose sing um knocking on heaven's door no right i'm like and and they had to do the the extra three minute mandatory reggae breakdown of it and i'm looking looking at my watch thinking jesus fucking christ (laughs) i've seen did they do live and let live live and let die i mean of course yeah paul mccartney does it better weirdly way better yeah twice their age does it way better yeah yeah Mm -hmm. speaking of i watched uh I got to give my sister a hard time because he played in Seattle two months ago, maybe a month mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. And she talked about going to see him. She actually asked me, like, should I go see Paul McCartney? I'm like, yes, yes, go yes. See Paul McCartney, spend the hundreds of dollars because you know what? That concert will be worth it. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. And some saint, she like totally just forgot to get tickets, which I, Libby, I love you. And I know you're busy and it's fine, but you blew it because. Oh, she didn't go. No, she didn't go. What the hell's wrong with you, Libby? I've never met you. <laughs> I didn't say Let's... it. I didn't say it. That was right. And she feels the same way. She she is remiss. But so anyway, I'm... somebody posted like a really good <clears throat> handheld shot video of the whole show on boot on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Paul's like when I saw him, whatever, four years ago in Omaha, his voice was showing signs of age. Yeah. yeah. And it's really showing signs of age now, mm-hmm. but it totally does not matter. No, because he's got like, the best musicians around him and he's the best touring band i think out there yeah yeah, yeah. agreed and the songs aren't half bad no they still got legs don't they yeah i mean it's just like that's why i told libby she's like should i go see like here's the thing every single song he plays your reaction is going to be oh and i love this song (laughs) i forgot about this and i love it and oh my god that one and yeah when i like every, you know, I, he played like one kind of B list, uh, deep track when I saw him, I was like, well, whatever, that was fine. Mm-hmm. But every other song was like, oh my God, I forgot I, about that. How much I love that. I, I had a, I had a kind of a amazing experience when I saw Paul McCartney one getting to hear, Hey Jude. Yeah. In the same room with a fucking beetle. With yeah. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Like, 
and he is, he is 100% trading on that. And that's totally fine. And, and not a dry eye in the room. Nope. But the other thing too, is that in the mid nineties, he, one of his solo records, flaming pie, I got really into as a high school student. Oh, wow. Okay. Like I went and bought the CD. I'm like, Paul McCartney. I, you know, I like the right. Beatles. I'm going to listen to his solo yeah. album mm-hmm. and it's obscure and weird. And uh-huh. I fucking listened to that over and over wow and he played a couple of songs from that and i'm like oh nice I, it was like you know memory core memory uh-huh. i was like oh i forgot all about that mm. album and how much that meant to me and i'm you know it's not wings and it's not the beatles but right played a. I was like i was my I, yeah that's awesome yeah it was great <laughs> yeah you really fucked up libby <laughs> seriously yeah <laughs> speaking of libby speaking of seattle i know uh-huh. i'm going to see we have our we're going to Seattle next month. Oh, We're that's doing so it. awesome. It's happening. That's great, man. Yeah. I, um, have you. I've never been there. Oh, and I'm going to, I found that you, that I will, I can get a tour and it's a total money grab, but uh-huh. I don't give a shit. Uh-huh. You can pay, you know, 50 bucks for a private tour of the London bridge studios in Seattle. And that is the studio where Pearl jam rec- recorded their first album. Well, that's money well spent. I get to stand in the room where that happened far out hopefully right yeah i'm very excited oh that's great yeah we're gonna we're gonna be in seattle and portland for like two weeks oh wow that's gonna be great never been to portland i hear it's kind of weird i hear it's weird i hear it's not as like on the up and up as you may think i hear it's pretty pretty gnarly can be pretty gritty but um the the um that's an expensive place to travel to in Mm -hmm. the united states i we are finding that out Mm-hmm. like airbnbs are a good 50 percent more expensive than anywhere else and you know flying there uh, one, you know but it'll be worth you, it you can't what is the the lyric from the wookie foot song uh oh. never seen a tra- never seen a hearse with a trailer hitch wow yeah that's a deep reference wookie foot i didn't know you were down with the wookie foot well Kirsten is and when i was getting all balled up about how much money we were spending on a rental car she's like you can't what did she say she's like remember that song lyric joel you've never seen you've never seen a hearse for the wookie foot reference yeah have you never seen a hearse with a trailer hitch that's a great line it really is i don't feel now i'm not as balled up about the guns and roses yeah because that (laughs) hundreds of dollars is worth seeing you get worked up every time you tell the story to me every penny is worth it okay fine oh god especially part about the guy you and the this other guy having this moment with the phone like you i swear to god this shit the, it was one of the funniest things because he looked he, like his head's in his hand and he's looking at his phone and i'm you know we make eye contact and he just lifts up his phone and showed it to me and i'm like god and he went right well and then we, <clears throat> from that moment on I, I've noticed, well, this last round of like Pearl Jam tickets, I mean, they, they have to fuck with Ticketmaster. They'd rather not, obviously, but right. the uh, they do this. Ticketmaster does this thing with the premium seating. It's basically they know what the market is, so yep. they rise, raise the prices. And if you're dumb enough to pay it, then you can pay it. You know, well, it's, it's like, like it's like the I read an essay about the presale thing about how don't ever do it. And of course, this is right after I just bought some presale tickets. Sure. Um, but it's just a way for Ticketmaster basically to de- to judge market demand. Right. And then if it's big market demand, then they have now they have 
you know, a platinum ticket, which is essentially, we know this is a hot ticket and we right. know that it's going to be that you want to pay this. And that we know there are people out here that will. So sorry. So we just raised it by a hundred dollars. Exactly. Have a nice day. Right. Do you want to see your favorite band do the things before they die or not? Right. Right. How bad do you want? How big of a fan are you, Joel? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm a, I was, you know, <clears throat> the, uh, the verified fan, verified fan, fucking fan club. <laughs> right. Nerd. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> well, um, do we want to stop there? Or do we want to get into all the shootings? Oh God. I don't want to get into the shootings. Man. All right. We'll save the shootings. Cause frankly, nobody cares. It's it. Th- yeah. Nobody does care. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Fine. I saw a deal. I swear to God. Now there's a company marketing. I swear to God. There's a company. And I'm not kidding you. Here's the headline. Taser equipped drones could prevent school shootings. Firm claims. That's where we're at. You know what? You hear, you heard it here, folks, Joel and Steve on the trying to be better with Joel and Steve podcast. We're started a little side hustle. It's called (laughs) thoughts and prayers, Inc. If you, if you think that you, you know, if you really do believe that your thoughts and prayers are going to prevent school shootings, but you don't have time in the day to think and pray as much as you'd like, we'll do it for you. Pay us a hundred dollars an hour and we will think and pray for you so that you can have a hundred dollars an hour. That's the premium package. Sure. We will think as much as I think about myself, I will turn (laughs) my self thoughts into thinking about school shootings and preventing them i think we should you know there's like the 1995 a month basic package yeah which is kind of in passing we'll offer up some thoughts and prayers for you if you want a monthly subscription it's 39.99 if you want like week by week it's what what, 19.99 but if you want just and if you're like you know what like a one really like we'll dedicate like two or three minutes yeah i'll get on my knees i will too and i will in with as much sincerity as I can muster, pray and offer thoughts up. <laughs> if you don't, I mean, if you, that's the thing, if you're out there and you really believe that this is, this is the only way out of this mess. And you're like, man, I can only think and pray so much. Call us. Cause we would love to think and pray for you. Yes. Just pay it. I mean, we'll do it. It's right. just, you know, just, it's a, it's a, it's, but let's be, face it. Nothing comes for free. Nothing comes for free. And you nope. can't take it with you when you die. You can't no, no trail, no hearses with trailer hitches. There's no hearse with a trailer. And, hitch. And so. if, if you've listened to us at all, you know that we're very in tune spiritually, totally with the vibrations of the planet. And so yep. you need to know that if you opt for the deluxe. <laughs> prayer package, It's got, he's crying. He's so worked up by it. He's it's the Jimmy Swagger waterworks over here, everybody. And this is how you know you're getting the real you're getting the real stuff. I just I'm so moved. I'm thinking I'm thinking and praying right now. Just think if you hired our services. Just how many thoughts and prayers would be attributed to you and we'll give you a a certificate of authenticity. We'll give you you know that. And the t-shirt and the mug so that you know that you 
didn't just think and pray by yourself. You had a whole team. You have a prayer team. Prayer team. Yeah. Yeah. So lock it in now, folks. Because frankly, demand for this is going to go up. I mean, yeah, that's where we're at. No shortage of shootings. No. To think and pray about. And we're here to help. You want to lock in these rates. We're here to help. We're here to think and pray and pray and think and think about praying and pray about thinking. Don't wait. Act now. Act now. <laughs> That's all I want to say about the shootings, man, because they ain't going anywhere. We might as well. Capitalize. Really... We're in late stage capitalism what's, anyway. What's, what's more American than profiting off of the death and misery of others? Act now, folks. Act now. Or don't. We'll do it for you. <laughs> don't forget to uh, tack on the uh, the bombs bursting in air package where we will fire our thoughts and prayers on the 4th of July out of Roman candles and uh, yeah, all the fireworks we have. We'll, we'll write down our thoughts and prayers on pieces of paper and put them in those lanterns, you know, those lanterns. So make sure that you get the the bombs bursting in air uh, add-on, 150 bucks. And we'll pay for the fireworks, but we'll take- Oh yeah, that's all included. Yeah, we'll take really bad cell phone videos of the fireworks. So at least if you're going to watch bad cell phone videos of fireworks, you know that those are your thoughts and prayers burning in the sky. You can can tell, you can show the family. (laughs) You could show them. Yeah, you could have a whole like, you know, uh, slideshow at church. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and subscribe. Be sure to rate and subscribe. And if you'd like to have, if you'd like to have, if you have any opinions on this, feel free to email us at feel free to email podcast us. at gmail.com. We're be kind of busy because frankly, I can see the orders coming in now. I, I just got three. So, but we will. And I don't know how that happened because this isn't live. It's, <laughs> that's the power of thinking and praying, everybody. It is, in fact, the power of thinking your brain. Cool. God help us. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. That's 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 God's response. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure. Oh my gosh. Well, it's nice to see you. Yeah, I love you, dude. Love you too. <laughs> Have a good I can't summer. wait to start spending that thought and prayer money. <laughs> Act now. Act now. While, while supplies last.
Don't forget, toot your hooter.